0: In this series, Hurd Strategies President Denise Heard connects with industry leaders and community members to discuss the challenges they face within their fields. Join us bi-weekly to learn all about how they see us.
1: Hi, my name is Denise Hurd, and welcome to another episode of How They See Us. If you are tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. If you're a returning listener, thank you for your continuous support. So for those of you who don't know, How They See Us is a series where we invite industry leaders to discuss how they navigate public perception challenges within their fields. We started the series two years ago with a conversation on women in PR and quickly realized how meaningful these discussions are. From critical race theory to social media influencers, we've had the opportunity to unpack and learn so much about different professionals and their incredible work. As we moved into this new year, we decided to turn our series into a podcast so that more people can tune in, people like you. And while we discussed the importance of making our series accessible and the passion behind our work, we realized that we never sat down to share our why. And as you all know, everything that you do, if you're going to be successful, you have to start with why. We've talked a lot about the how they see us, but today we want to strip it back further and share the why they see us, the why they see us, the way they do. So joining me here today for this discussion are a couple of members of the herd. So we decided to bring members of the herd in the house to have a conversation. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. They're two juvenile delinquents, and I'm really <laughs> glad that they're here with me. But let me, int- let, me introduce, let me let them introduce themselves, and they can tell you a little about themselves before we get into this conversation. So who would like to go first? I can go ahead and start. Thank you very much.
0: My name is Kiera Santillan. I'm an account executive here at Herd Strategies. I started a, a little over two years ago, going on three in July. Ooh, we go way back. We go <laughs> way back, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I started as an account coordinator and uh, quickly fell in love with just having work that's meaningful and seeing how yeah. much we can get involved in. When I started, it was the Vaccinate Indie campaign. Oh, just yeah. Yeah, we were in COVID. Up. Yep. Yeah. So that was my first taste yeah. of being involved in something bigger than me. and. Uh-huh. Clearly I like
1: it because I'm still here. <laughs> yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Why thank you. <laughs> and we're glad to have you here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then we have somebody else from the herd. Would you like to say a few words to the to the people?
2: Yeah. So my name is Malik Harris, and I'm actually new to the herd. He is Yay. new to the herd, I'm but from not the Green.
1: Yeah, he's not new to, yeah, he's new to the herd, <laughs> but not herd to the new.
2: Let him know. Let him know. I'm actually on board as an intern and I started what, about a month ago? I started mm-hmm. December.
1: Yeah, you started so, December.
2: So first month in, and I'm enjoying it a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really enjoying it. You know um, he's on a trial base right, <laughs> y'all, right? <laughs> but I'm enjoying the ride, and so far what we've been doing is it's really, really good work. And even in the past, before I hopped on board, I knew that I was coming into something great and to change change lives and, you know, to do some good in the community. So I'm here, and I'm here for the ride, so.
1: Well, we are really glad to have you. And as a side note and a personal point of privilege, Malik is one of my former students at Mm -hmm. IUPUI. I think many of you know I am an adjunct professor at IUPUI where I teach uh, introduction to public relations, and he was one of my former students. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is the perfect example of I'm going to get what I want and want what I get because he (laughs) has been... In my email box on a regular basis ever since he graduated. So I guess this day was going to happen. Well, he knew it was going to happen, and mm-hmm. it has. And so we are really happy to have him on board. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Glad you're here. Glad you're here, Kier. Glad you haven't run away yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're really appreciative. But we are going to have this conversation about how they see us, because um, what many people may not know about hurt Strategies is that we are a minority and women-owned business. And I have been very intentional about the projects that we work on the work that we do the voices that we represent the messages that we carry and the people that we bring around us to help us with that to ensure that they understand what it's like not to be heard and pardon the pun but not to be heard because of how they are seen or perceptions about how they are seen and so I've had some personal experiences myself where I knew that my voice was not being heard the way that it should have been heard because of how I was seen. And I realized if I'm feeling that way, I know that there are many people out there feeling that way. So that was kind of the genesis of the idea of trying to have this conversation. And so, you know, Kiara, you've been around for a while and Malik, you've you've just joined us. But let's let's unpack that a little bit about why we feel as heard Strategies, we have a responsibility to ensure people are seen and heard and, and utilizing this podcast as a pathway to make that happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know, what you were saying, we we do represent so many different diverse clients and we also represent that diversity that we work Absolutely. with. Absolutely. The importance behind this series is showcasing why why it's important to us, and why it should be important to other people. Because a lot of the reason why we're working with the people that we do is to elevate their voices and to give the community an understanding of what it is that their mission is, what they're driving toward, Mm -hmm. and why they should care about it. So this series has just given us that opportunity to not only teach other people outside of herd strategies, Mm about these topics, but also give us a better understanding. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Because
0: I have seen that firsthand that there's been, there's been plenty of discussions that I didn't know some of the information that we've gotten. Yeah. And it does help mm-hmm. as professionals in our industry and specifically with H.E.R.D. Strategies mm-hmm. gaining this insight. It makes us better at what we do Absolutely. and what we can offer.
1: Absolutely.
2: Giving people the um, platform to come and speak on the things, Mm because they might not be privy to that information. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important. So I'm glad that how they see us is here to do that, for sure. Absolutely.
1: Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. And I agree with what both of you all have said. I know that we've had some guests on um, that have really opened up my eyes as well, because as communicators, we have to always be on a quest for information. We have to always remain curious. We have to always remain... um, position ourselves as risk takers Mm -hmm. and be willing to sit at tables and have conversations with individuals or people whose viewpoints about things may be different from ours, but it's absolutely imperative that we hear them and see them so that we can transfer that knowledge into the work that we do and to the clients who need to connect with those individuals. So I have found this Mm -hmm. to be a great teaching opportunity for all of us, you know, Mm -hmm. with the guests that we've we've had so i would love to know you know let's let's unpack that a little further you know we've been at this now kira as you know for about two years we kind of put our toe in the water and said oh it feels pretty good then we put our (laughs) foot in the water then our ankle so now we're going all in so over the past couple of years you know what what kind of aha what do you do you want to share a couple of aha moments that you had over the time that we've been working on this
0: yeah, actually, our first discussion was a big aha moment for me. Uh, the first discussion with us talking about women in PR.
1: Oh yes, yes.
0: I yes. was just starting out my career with her strategies when right. we had that. Mm-hmm. So having those conversations about how, in my mind, especially going to school, everybody around me that majored in communications mm-hmm. or marketing or anything mm-hmm. in that area, mm-hmm. they were a lot of. There was a lot of women. Mm-hmm. So that conversation about women in PR gave me more insight on the fact that even though there is a lot of women in PR, this is still a male-dominated industry. Right, mm-hmm. right. And sharing mm-hmm. how you have to, as a woman, raise your voice and get p- people around you to mm-hmm. respect your voice mm-hmm. um, and trust you right. and how challenging that can be right. when you don't have a lot of people that look like you right. representing uh, these companies. I think that was a big aha moment for me mm-hmm. to see A better insight on what it is that you do and Mm -hmm. what it is that women in PR as a whole do Mm -hmm. and the challenges Mm -hmm. that they face specifically.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. You know, and um, as Kira Kira said, public relations has been for years. It had been a male-dominated industry going back to our founders with you know Bernays and Mm -hmm. Ivy Lee, very male-dominated. But then over the past years, women have emerged in the discipline, and so now I call my my male partners in crime, like Malik over here, my unicorns, because I see so few of you, you know, like, oh my really gosh, though. as a man of PR, let me go nurture him, because, yeah. you know, because he's a unicorn, and so, and his voice des- des- deserves to be heard as well, and yeah. so, Malik, you've been with us for a, a, a short window, but you've had a chance to see some of the conversations that we've had, and we've certainly talked about some of the conversations that we've had, but as we move forward, You know, what sort of conversations do you think we need to have? Mm -hmm. You know, how do what where should we be pushing the narrative and pushing this conversation to give people an opportunity to be seen?
2: Yeah, I feel like, well, when it comes to that, how do we bring it to the forefront? Where do we start? Mm -hmm. How do we even bring that to the attention of, you know, is at the forefront of not only women, but how do we make it? Again, diverse. How do mm-hmm. we make it inclusive for mm-hmm. not only women, but in men? Right. You know, and then how do we make it comfortable for them to be within those same spaces? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it seems like at a lot of times it can kind of be competitive, mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I've seen so far, even from being in school. Mm-hmm. I think that it can be very, very competitive. It could be a very competitive field.
1: So I think what I hear you saying is that. With respect to our discipline, we have a responsibility to ensure that we are pushing universities and pushing our PR colleagues to engage students mm-hmm. of color or students that may have an underrepresented voice and get them involved in the discipline but i want to push you a little further because you are now a part of the herd team and so you've seen the various conversations that we've had about how they see us we you know we've talked about critical race theory we've done conversations with our lgbtqia plus friends we have done conversations about black history i mean we have covered an array of topics so now from your vantage point what conversations do you think we need to be having? What do you think our listeners would like to hear us talk about?
2: Ooh, it can be from a variety of different things. Um, ooh, when it pertains to how they see us, just in general or across. The whatever it comes
1: into your mind, whatever
2: you mm. think. Ooh, you put me on the spot. I do. You know, I have a
1: tendency <laughs> to do that. The no, you, you know, around me, you have to always be ready.
2: Something I would like to see just being. A fresh grad. Something to do with that. About what? Fresh graduates.
1: Oh, fresh oh. graduates. coming back oh. to school and building us up. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that would yeah. be very, very beneficial yeah. because a lot yeah. of times we
2: don't know where to go. True. You know, that's how I was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. where do
2: you go post-graduation?
1: Right, right. Like,
2: what are those stepping stones that you need to take right. in order to get to where you want to be? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that needs to be brought to the forefront.
1: That's a really oh, great sure. idea because that is an underrepresented audience. Very you know. Because we tell everyone, go to college and you'll get a good job. Mm-hmm. And then everybody goes to college and then, you know, you you go do everything that you are told to do that you're supposed to do and that you don't want to do over mm-hmm. the course of those four or five years. Then you graduate, you mark across that stage to now the what? tune of a pomp <laughs> You don't know where to stands. go. And it's like, okay. Um, uh, what now? I did it. Can I come back?
2: right (laughs) literally so
1: so that's a great idea so let's make a note of that that maybe that's a conversation that we have with some some under some new graduates you know Mm -hmm. some recent grads to talk about their experiences and to but I also think also to share a few pearls as well if you Mm -hmm. you know some guidance you know because you and I've had some great conversations after you graduated you know what I finally like Sorry responding
2: to the phone call. So. <laughs> well, first off, don't be afraid to push a little bit. Right. right true, don't be afraid to push, true. but I feel like you also can't let your pride get in the way. Right. That's, you can't yeah, let true. your pride. That, that's very that's true. what I wrote about in my recent blog. Right. Don't yes, let your pride yes, get yes. in the way. Yes. You can't be afraid to take those, um mm-hmm. you can't be afraid to take those, um take the initiative. Mm-hmm. You have to like really put your pride aside and like make yourself marketable in a way. That's mm-hmm. very true. Like that's get out true. there and push yourself a little bit. You have to be Willing to be in uncomfortable spaces that you wouldn't necessarily put yourself into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those are some things that I would definitely Mm -hmm. recommend that you do. That's a great idea.
1: But don't don't give all your don't give give everything away just yet. I know. Save it for the episode later. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) sneak peek, y'all. I know. Just in case you missed it. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) it's all good he like took over I, he, like, know. He I, know, I was he like, like oh okay now wait a minute now I'm the get I'm the host he's like You're you know guess. what this is you a good said- episode this is this episode I know. he like hijacked my show <laughs> goodness gracious see this is what happens when you get people that come on and they just you know think they run and stuff <laughs> okay. Like, okay so we clear up. I see how you roll uh, I see how she you roll she's trying to get mm-hmm. me she set me up for that she I'm set right. me up Interesting, I noted. Well, everybody heard it, so you know, that's just how it have, is. Have so, you heard? <laughs> right, that's right. Have you heard? Probably so, heard about Malik. Okay. Right, yeah, we have. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway, so okay, let's get serious. So, as you all can see, the herd, we have a lot of fun. We have a <laughs> lot of fun in working together because we have to work on a lot of pretty deep stuff and, you know, find helping people find their voice and also serving as. That connective tissue between an organization and an audience takes a lot of work and a lot of patience and a lot of strategic thinking. And so that's why um, this podcast, which is an output of that work that we do, is just so important to us as an organization. And we are really excited about the conversations that we have planned already um, for the upcoming year as we go into um, the 2024. So we're really excited and really thank everyone for encouraging us to do this because Mm -hmm. it takes a village. It takes a village and we really pride ourselves in building a good village around us and having lots of supports and support supporters and advocates and allies. And so mm-hmm. to everyone who has tuned in over these two years when we were like playing around with this and trying to figure it out, we are so appreciative for everyone that said, you know, you guys should do it and held our feet to the fire and held us
0: accountable. Right. Thank you so much. Special thank you to everybody that's been pushing Denise to get a <laughs> podcast for these yes. past couple years. Because she be having stuff
2: to say. She, she has a lot to say.
0: People have been telling her to do this for the longest, I and finally
1: we got through to her. I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. I was scared, Auntie <laughs> <laughs> Man. What was it? This the woman from the Wizard of Oz. I'm <laughs> I'm frightened, Nancy, and I'm frightened. So, but no, seriously, all jokes aside, I just, I knew it was something that needed to be done, mm-hmm. but I just, you know, you have to do things when you are ready to do them, and everything aligns when it was when it's supposed to align, and I think that we've got a good stable in the herd to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we've mm-hmm. built up a pretty good listening audience with the mediums that we had been using up until this point, and so now is the time for us to start having some conversations I do want to, as we wind things down, because it's getting to that time, I do want to let Malik and Kiera give some final thoughts, and then I want to offer a few final thoughts as well, and also make an ask of everyone who's listening to us, so who would like to go first with a few final thoughts about how they see us in 2024, and making it happen in 2024?
0: Uh, I can kick us off.
1: Mm. So first again <laughs> well okay
0: <laughs> no, was like, me first <laughs> again thank you guys for listening uh and for giving us this opportunity to put out all the information that we've been able to and connect with people your listenership has allowed us to be able to connect with more people than we thought that we were going to yeah, be able to from the start yeah. we've expanded our reach a lot more. We've shared our passion a lot more and we've been able to share the passion of others. So we really appreciate you listening so far and we hope that we can keep you listening so that we can keep sharing so many important messages and so many passions behind the work that is being done around all of us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: And yeah, piggybacking off Kier, just thank you all for listening and really bringing in a new audience. You know, we don't know where this is going to go. It's only mm-hmm. going to get bigger from here. Right. You know, so we're only going to keep expanding and expanding. But um, I'm just so excited of what's going to come throughout the year. You know, we're only going to get so many more um, exciting episodes, so many more golden gems that are going to come from the episodes, yeah. and listeners from within that. So I'm excited. They've- no, Thank you all for listening.
1: And thank you for not hijacking the wrap-up
2: for the program. <laughs> we truly
1: <really> appreciate that. <laughs> so- thank you for returning the reins. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So as Kier and Emily have said, you know thank you all so much for listening to us over the past couple of years and just really encouraging us to do this. The one thing I would like to ask of you all is that you follow us on our social media platforms. We're on LinkedIn and also uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Herd Strategies. So please make sure you follow us and like us and tell a friend. And also we do have a page on our website where you can suggest topics or guests that we should talk about. Um, that's Hurtstrategies.com and just go to the How They See Us link and fill out the form and make suggestions on who we should talk to because we'll only get better and stronger with your help and with your input, and I, push, I encourage you to push us to have those difficult conversations and, and to take some risks and to talk about things that sometimes people feel uncomfortable talking about We should be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'd like for us to really tap into this year. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to another episode of How They See Us. You can find us on Podbean, Mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere where you get your podcasts, How They See Us. Thanks for listening. And once again, I look forward to talking to you soon.